Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Tuesday, February 28th. Last year could have been a record breaker for the global private equity industry, but then came sharp rising interest rates. Mid-2022, IPOs were halted, deal volume dropped 10% to 2,318, and global buyout value slumped by 35% to US$654 billion, derailing the potential for the year to smash 2021's $1 trillion record high for completed deals. But 2023 has an optimistic tone, and individual investors are set to become a big part of the rebound, according to a new report from Bain & Company. Its global private equity report calls for strong long-term growth, thanks to the sector's strong and resilient underlying fundamentals, and shows the potential for the PE sector to become even more appealing to investors, chafing at the limitations of public markets, despite the shifting economic tides. The report shows that individual retail investors hold around half of all global assets under management, which is estimated to total $275 to $295 trillion. But with only 16% of the capital held by alternative investment funds, this segment represents a vast untapped market for PE managers seeking to sustain double-digit growth as the industry matures, the report notes. Those funds that are exploring the retail investment market are moving quickly and forcing the rest of the industry to follow. High net worth individuals and their advisors are becoming more interested in alternative investments for diversification and the industry is pushing ahead with new ways to satisfy increasing demand. But Bain says there's a learning curve for asset managers and banks around how to make channels work at scale. The report highlights that investors should assume higher interest rate risk due to factors such as ageing populations, government budget strains and rising material costs due to the global supply chain crunch and trends to onshoring. That, it says, creates a new imperative for private equity to create value through margin improvement and organic growth. While PE firms are under pressure to decarbonise their portfolios, the sector has an opportunity to help drive the energy transition, while the growth of so-called Web3 technologies present a burgeoning opportunity for growth. Young Canadians are already considering how their wealth may be able to impact others, even after their death. While several studies have indicated the desire of younger generations to make a difference with their money, a new survey shows that for almost a quarter of respondents, that extends to leaving a legacy in their will. Across all generations, 46% said they support a cause or charity on a regular basis, but 69% have not considered how that support could continue when they're no longer living. This may be because of low awareness of the ease of leaving a legacy through their RRSP, RRIF or TFSA. The Environics poll for public awareness campaign Willpower found that 12% of those aged 18 to 37 have already named a charity as a beneficiary of their registered funds. By contrast, just 3% of boomers have done so. More than 1 in 10 of the younger cohort have already left a donation in their will, double the share of boomers who have done so. The survey found that those in Atlantic Canada and BC are the most likely to say they've left a charitable bequest, while BC comes top for those who have named a charity as a beneficiary of their registered fund. Australia's government plans to double the tax rate on large pension balances to 30% from 2025 to 26, saying the change will impact less than 0.5% of account holders and make the system more sustainable. Bloomberg reports that the surprise decision to target those with superannuation balances above 3 million Australian dollars comes as the government confronts rising debt amid growing spending pressures on defence, health, aged care and disability support. The change to the concessional rate will affect around 80,000 people and should rake in about $2 billion Australian dollars of revenue in its first full year, according to Australia's Treasurer. 
further consultation will be undertaken with the industry and other relevant stakeholders. Australia's Treasurer had been flagging potential changes to superannuation tax breaks ahead of the May 9th budget. He said the country's top 10 tax concessions and deductions were costing the budget more than $150 billion every year in lost revenue, a third of which goes to the so-called superannuation industry. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, Canada's mutual funds and ETFs both recorded net redemptions in January. Advisor fine for accepting money from clients to pay for a daycare business. And corporate stock buybacks help keep the market afloat. For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.